if you want to create more opportunities regardless of the level you are at in business right now whether that's day one or you're the ceo of 5000 person company then you need to take this very seriously over the next couple of years hello and welcome to the peak reach podcast i'm your host james arnold and with my co-founder friend and pain in my ass jack eaton we share the honest behind the scenes of building our own agency which focuses on creating online courses with influencers stick around so you can learn from our mistakes and hear from some decent guests who we've managed to trick to come on the podcast who actually know what they're doing and who we're desperate to learn from okay so ash jones thanks so much for coming on the podcast Good to see you again. My pleasure. Do you want to just quickly introduce yourself about Great Influence and the work you do? Yeah, so um, I run a business now called Great Influence and I help CEOs and founders and MDs and C-suite execs to leverage their social channels to help raise their profiles and gain more awareness for their business ventures in a nutshell. Yeah, so it's like personal branding for CEOs and such, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. exactly. Awesome. So why, why did you get into personal branding? Like, why should someone build a personal brand? Um, so how I got into it was um, I was part of an agency called Social Chain, which you were at as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was part of the founding team there. And when I started... Uh, I was coming in as the person who was handling social chains, internal marketing communications. And the KPI for my role was to make social chain known to both brands and agencies alike. Um, And at that point, nobody knew who social chain was. So it was the challenge was to make us known. Um, And how I went about that was my choice essentially. And, how I decided to go about that was by very conventional B2B marketing methods that you'd usually see an agency execute. Um, so like doing case studies, white papers, events, running social chain, social media channels, all the typical stuff that you'd see a, a marketing agency do to market themselves. Um, and we did that for 15 months and none of it worked at the same time as I was doing that for 12, 13, 14, 15 months, the CEO, Steve Bartlett was also, um, trying to achieve the same goal in a sense in that he was trying to sell social chain, um, essentially trying to make social chain known to, to both brands and the, the agency world. Um, but he was doing it by public speaking. And when we sat down at the end of 2015 to look at where the impact on revenue for the business had come from, it was crystal clear that none of it had come from our marketing activity and 80% of it had come from what Steve had done. So it became really clear that we had to fundamentally change how we marketed. Um, And over the next six months or so, Steve decided that he wanted to expand um, the impact of him speaking on stage. So he, what he would do on stage was essentially had like a 12-minute story that told the, his journey through entrepreneurship um, and all the way through to social chain. And within that, it would package up 
um, social chain and what it does and all the power of it and all that kind of thing. So it was like packaging the cell within a 12 minute personal story. Hmm. And the idea was to take that concept and then take it online. And the reason for doing it at the time was that we felt there was a gap in the UK where there was nobody in, definitely not in marketing in the UK, but there was no one really in business that was creating content online um, in that way. There was only, the only people that you knew in business in 2015 that were influencers was like the Dragons and Alan Sugar and there were people on TV and in books. Um, mm. No one was really doing it on the internet in the UK. Um, obviously, you had Gary Vaynerchuk in the States and his vlog was probably on like, Daily V was on like episode 100, 150 at that point. So it was like really starting to take off. And we looked at that and thought, there's an opportunity to do something like that um, with Steve. So that's what we started to do. And um, the next two and a half years of my life were all about helping Steve build his personal brand. And that's how I got into it. We, we kind of fell into doing that as the most powerful marketing tool that we had at our disposal. Um, and I was doing that with Steve until mid 2018. And then I left and set up on my own. And the idea really was at that point, personal branding was really starting to grow as a, just a recognizable term. People were speaking about it more in 2015 or 14, I'd never heard the word personal brand. It just wasn't a thing. Yeah, popped up, um, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then it kind of, you know, 2018, 2019 especially, it started to really become a thing that everyone understood and started to realize the importance of. And then you fast forward to now where we're like six months into not being able to see people in real life and the importance of having an online presence to help drive more awareness for your business and raise the profile of the, the key people in the business and the business itself is immensely important now. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely accelerated massively this year, especially, and, and um, it's becoming a thing where it's no longer something that people think about. It's something that people feel if they're not doing, they're missing a massive trick. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's how I got into it. And also a bit on the why personal branding. I think the, the, the thing I always say about it is that the majority of your connections you'll make offline in business, like you'll meet people and, um, at events and, and through intros and stuff like this. And you might not see someone offline for, you might meet someone at an event and you might not see them for another 12 months, another event or something like that. And what you want to happen when you next see them is that rather than them ask the question, how are things going? They say, oh, it looks like things are going really well. That's the idea of it. Like plug the gap online. Um, mm -hmm. And then you've got the whole aspect of like online, you can reach so many more people. So that was the thing with Steve as well. We knew that having him speak at events, whilst 
really impactful and more impactful than anything he could do online, the reach is very small and the time needed is very heavy for a CEO. Um, whereas you could reach, if you do it right, we saw it with Steve, you can reach 55 million people in 24 hours. Like I know that's an extreme case, but you can reach thousands of people every single day um, who could potentially be, you know, potential new business clients, leads, potential new staff in the team and potential investors. Um, you can reach those people every day if you do it in the right way. So it's, it's also also about the reach of things. Um, I think that's the importance of it as well. Hmm. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, really interesting. It's, it's funny. It's interesting the point you're saying about how it wasn't a known thing and back in 2016, 2017 and like started to become, yeah, it's, it's suddenly become so popular. Um, do you think, do you think everyone can have a personal brand? Yes. And n not yes and no, but yes and difficult. Um, in that you get out of it what you put in. And I think a lot of the time you need an audience there. And if you're someone who, for example, I'm a great example of this at Social Chain. I wasn't client facing. I didn't really meet anyone outside of the business ever really. Um, so my LinkedIn network was like, it, it should have been really small. Fortunately, Social Chain was like a PR machine. So I naturally got a lot of connections just because I had Social Chain in my bio. Um, mm -hmm. But there's people that are at small agencies that are under 10 people and they don't get out in the world. So how are mm -hmm. they going to build their network? And they start putting content out when they've got like two, 300 connections. And those two, 300 connections might also be quite passive connections. Mm. And they dip their toes in the water and they don't get the return that they need to have the validation to continue it. Mm. Um, and it becomes a difficult task for them to build a personal brand. Um, but can everyone do it? Yes, without a doubt. But you've just got to be smart. And I think if you're starting from a cold standpoint in terms of an audience, you've not got much there and you want to try expand your audience, then you really, really have to understand how to create content that organically drives reach outside of your network, which is a really yeah. specialist skill as well to be able to do that. Mm. Um, yeah, there's there's some great examples of people that can do it. I think um, like jo jo there's a guy that used to work at Social Chain called George McGill. He goes by George Mack on Twitter. And he's got a knack for like tweeting in that way that means his audience goes, his reach goes past his audience. Mm -hmm. So it's, you can do it, yeah, but you need a, a bit of a special skill in terms of how you do social content. Um, but yeah, undoubtedly, everyone can build a profile and um, even on a fundamental basis, if there's, you can strengthen your existing relationships that you already have through understanding how you want to position yourself, um, identifying like what are the themes and topics and areas that you want to have a voice on and building that voice and then executing it in the right way on a social platform through content. Everyone can do that. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's very true. I think this is one thing that I'm experiencing now actually is 
creating content like i i I was a content creator that was my job at social chain but now it's actually like getting into the right audiences and beyond your network especially if it's a small network that's a really good point and that's not that's not easy to do it's not easy easy. you've you've got a um i think you've got to have either a very niche area that you're working on like Mm. for me i'm in personal branding and i'm one of like a handful of people in the uk on linkedin that claim that they work in that area i don't see many people um so when i pop up talking about personal branding there's not that many people talking about it so i can kind of stand out whereas like for example you know you run a video production agency you're in a heavy competition space so Mm. how you've either you've got to have a real interesting and unique point of view or or say something that's going to stand out so it becomes very difficult um, depending on what your voice is, I guess, but there's yeah. ways around it as well. Um, I think with, with clients that I work with now, one of the ways that, um, I have a focus on like, what can we do and what can we talk about that will help you reach more people than your network? Like what content, hmm. what is that content? And one of the great ways that I'm seeing currently is like, current affairs. So tapping into current Mm -hmm. affairs, day-to-day conversation. So we all have opinions, whether it's like on current affairs, you know, you go on, you go on the times app and you've got like the categories across the top. Um, I saw it this morning, I'm pulling it up now. And it's like world economics, business, sport, you know, all these kind of topics that are just general that everyone has an interest in and we all have an opinion on like and tapping into those and the daily conversation around them is a great way just to reach more people than is in your network. Because what will happen is if you're talking about current affairs is that either someone's read it already this morning and their ears perk up because they're like, I've just read about this or you're the person that delivers that news that's news. happening in the world right now to them yeah. linkedin is starting to shift away from just business content mm. and it's starting to become a platform where people are talking more about current affairs and non-business content and things like that it's mm. starting to shift a little more like in the direction of twitter mm. and where whereas previously it was just all business stuff and now mm. it's kind of opening a bit and i'm seeing with clients like that's where you can like have a voice that helps you reach outside of your network is be by being a voice on current affairs as well as business affairs. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely possible to, to reach outside of your network. It's just, it's a little bit more difficult. It's like hacking culture almost, isn't it? I think I've heard that yeah. term before, but yeah, um, yeah exactly. But, hey, that's awesome. So what would you say since you've been working with some of the UK's biggest CEOs and founders, um, uh, and you've been well, developing into the like, uh, <laughs> developing into industry leading figures on social media. Yeah. What would you say? If do you have like certain key takeaways that you've learned during this journey and what you do with them that you could share with everyone to help them? Yeah, definitely. I think there's um, a couple of things. The first one is like be super, super, super clear about how you want to position yourself. So what do you want people to think when they think about you, whether that's like an industry or a certain niche, like you want people to think 
um, this guy knows about the future of retail or da 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 da, da or you want people to think that you're a really nice guy. Um, like be super, super, super clear on how you want to position yourself in that business world. And I think that for me is like step one above everything. And it's really, really underestimated how important that is and how really, really clear it needs to be. Um, and once that happens, deciding what you want the breadth of your voice to be. So mm. what are the things that you that that are your world in terms of what you're going to talk about online? So for me, it could be like my business is going to be one of them. My industry is the, another. So like personal branding and CEOs and online communication. Um, and then I could be like current affairs, could talk about like politics or mental health or business current affairs, this kind of thing. Um, and then breaking down those into like topics. So what are the topics within those that you're going to talk about? Your business, what are you going to talk about within it? Are you going to talk about the build of the business and the behind the scenes and how you're like, for example, us, like how we're getting clients, how we're developing leads, how we're handling clients, how we're growing our businesses, um, or are we going to talk about the actual work itself and the results and the insights and all that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, really breaking down like those key areas, all the topics that go within them, like within your industry, what is it within your industry you're going to talk about? What are the topics? Um, and what are the narratives that you feel are happening right now? Like, for example, for me, in what I do, personal branding, a narrative for me right now could be that 2020 is the year of personal branding. And then if I, if that's my narrative, then I hook a lot of my content around that so that I'm constantly pushing that narrative time and time again to people, which is like selling in a very subtle way. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'd say those things are like the most important, like firstly define your positioning, like how do you want people to think of you? Be super, super clear on it. And then secondly, understand like what you want your voice to look like um, and list down like what are the topics, what are the themes, and then that kind of gives you a bit of a, a bit of a framework then to say like, right, this is how I want to position myself. These are the things that I want to speak on that gives you the foundation to then be able to actually create content. Um, and learning is just from working with people at the level that they are. Like I've, I've been fortunate to work with some of the, the biggest CEOs in the UK and, and some people that are doing amazing work. And the thing that really stands out to me is that they are in it for the long game and they themselves are marketing machines and PR machines. Like they're constantly trying to push themselves out there. And when someone is like that, it makes your, it's like the perfect blend because you're both trying to raise the profile. Mm. They're not saying, oh, Ash, can you do it all for me? It's like a really collaborative process. Um, and they're driving it and the ideas and thoughts and you're back and forth in it as, as much as you are bringing to the table. So the best clients I work with have them, themselves, they're like obsessed with building their profile and that works perfectly in 
I can bring so much to the table if that's the case. Mm. Um, and what else? I think, yeah, just being in it for the long term, it's going to take a long time. Like Steve Bartlett is obviously like, it's, that's where I got my break and like my big, uh, big piece of big piece of work in my career. Um, and people think that he was like an overnight thing and it couldn't be any further from the truth. Like that Steve's personal brand was really like eight years in the making. And if not eight years, then at least five of like working away. And it, it took us, he was a fast growth example, but it's still, um, you know, he's one of the, like the leading business influences in the UK and he's got like a million followers on Instagram and, but it, there was periods where it was like really, really slow to build that personal brand and things weren't working and we got things wrong and it just wasn't clicking. Um, and it's like a snowball effect, compounding interest. Um, and it takes a while for that compounding interest to start climbing. And I've seen it with a few clients, like even the ones that are doing incredibly well in their business, it just takes a little while and then we figure it out and phew, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a long-term game, and I think that's the thing I'd stress with it to uh, stress about it to anyone. Is I've been working with the majority of my clients. I've been working with them now for at least a year, and we're just getting started. So it's it's definitely a long-term game. And I read it in a book called Agency Nomics by Spencer Gallagher and Peter Hu. Um, and within that, it spoke about one of the most important aspects of it is about building agencies. One of the most important things in building an agency is chasing fame. Like you should be building your agency to be famous. Um, and he, he said in that book that fame is a 10 year game. And I completely believe it. Like Steve managed to accelerate it, but I believe that it's a long-term thing. And if you're trying to build a profile, it really does take like, it's going to be five to 10 years before it's like really, really, really realized to the degree that you want it. So it's, it's a long-term thing. Hmm. Do you think personal branding is becoming too saturated or noisy as a lot of people take to it? It's definitely been obviously a growth in people doing personal branding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Seeing a lot of people popping up uh, in these feeds, it's becoming more noisy. How do you think, do you think it's becoming too saturated? Do you yeah. That I, I don't think, um, I don't think it's like personal brand has become too saturated. I just think the personal brand is, at its essence, in terms of what I do, is just people posting on social media. And the, the, the best place to do that right now for the majority of business owners is LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And has there been an increase on business owners using LinkedIn in the past 12 months? Yes, hugely. Um, to a massive degree. So yeah, in that sense, it's becoming very saturated in that two, three years ago, there wasn't that many business owners and people at the top of businesses using LinkedIn. And you, you'd have CEOs on there, but they would never ever post. I feel like CEOs were the least likely to post of anyone on LinkedIn. And now it's started to flip on its head. Yeah, because they're um, like too busy, I don't need it almost. But now it's like yeah. they're seeing the benefit. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. exactly. Um, so yeah, I I think that it's there's more people posting on it, business owners. So yes, it's becoming more saturated. 
But what that means is that it's not a case of, oh, that's an issue because there's too many people on it. It means it's an opportunity because if there's if you're able to stand out, that's really valuable. The more people in the crowd, if you're able to stand out, that's more powerful. Yeah. If you're able to do it in the right way. It's actually something that you can really lean into. Hmm. Absolutely. Um, I actually, I, I can't agree with you. It's getting noisier, but I also feel like it's in its early adopting phase. I think people like Steve was like an innovator. I mean, yeah. personal branding has been, let's face it, going for like centuries, years. Like since the dawn of time, people are probably personal branded, but there's never been a term for it. But as a marketing profession that people like tapping into, um, yeah, Steve Barlett, who's the CEO of Social Chain, he was the early adopter, he was a, sorry, innovator, picked it up about, started like how many years ago? Probably like seven years ago. Well, eight years ago, we started like doing it properly 2016, but he realized Mm. that um, him being the mouthpiece and the storyteller for his business ventures, that was like day one. He understood the importance of putting himself out there and telling the story of the business to help drive and achieve the business goals from Warpark in the early days. He knew that. So, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I reckon give it about five or 10 years it will be a hell of a lot harder than it is to do now. I think yeah. as in like, it's kind of, more people are cutting onto it, more people are going to be getting into it. I think it's gonna, now it's like the prime time almost. Uh, if, if you're like maybe not a, a CEO or not like a major player, I think yeah. it'll be maybe a bit easier to then, a lot of people, you have a network anyway, but if you're starting out in personal branding, yeah, it's a, you get a lot of attention. Yeah, I think it's gonna be the case over the next few years. It's just, like you say, people are, not figuring it out like there's something to figure out people are just understanding how to do it well Mm. learn from everyone else that's doing it well Mm. um whereas beforehand the less people that are doing it well the less there is to kind of learn off so it you know i think the majority of people the thing you've got as well is like business owners um it often falls to the bottom of their priority list. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, I don't know why, because to me, a CEO hits a certain point when they're scaling their business where they have to, for it to be successful, they have to step away from the operations and the actual running of it. And then their role starts to become um, like steering the vision and the big things like in investment and like major client deals or, or these kind of things, and then also PR and like being the the public face of the business and driving it forward. So if those are like the the key things that a CEO who is scaling will eventually hit, then why is personal branding usually the bottom of the priority list? It's all it always seems to be when I talk to people like, yeah, I know I should do it, I know I need to do it, I've just got so much on and da 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 da, um, and it will happen in the next few years that they'll realize that it's actually one of the things that they should have prioritized from day one. And it would have made their lives yeah. a hell of a lot easier and the business a hell of a lot more successful. But they start to realize it and they need help with it more than anything because they try to do it themselves. And because it's the bottom of the priority list, it means that they tend to not put too much time into understanding how it needs to be done properly they don't think about how they want to position themselves they don't understand 
how to develop their voice, what their voice should look like online and where they should be focusing it. And they just do. They just try. And a lot of the time when you get to that level as a CEO where you've got a lot of things on, when you try something new, you need the validation immediately because otherwise you've got a hundred other places that are demanding your time. Yeah. So when they dip their toes and they don't do it in the right way, and it's not long term, yeah, yeah, short. It's too short term to get any kind of like results anyway. Yeah, exactly. And then they see they don't get the impact that they were thinking, and it they they just stop doing it, and they think, oh, it's not for me. It's not the case. It's for every every single business owner in the country. It's for you. There's no doubt about that. Um, But they do it, and they don't give it the time needed or they don't understand it to be able to do it properly. They dip their toes. Um, and after one or two attempts, they don't get the right results and they, they like refrain from doing it again and, and think that it's not for them. And, and it falls to the bottom of the priority list again. So yeah. I think that's just a fact of a fact of life around it. And, um, yeah, yeah. It's something that I see quite a lot, interestingly enough. Hmm. Okay. And um, just lastly, to wrap up, what would be, I know I've asked you tips, but is there any one piece of advice to take away from this whole conversation you'd give to people who are in, in personal branding, who are either thinking of starting or trying to grow it? So one piece of advice would be if you want to create more opportunities for your business or yourself, regardless of the level you are at, in business right now, whether that's day one or day however many and you're the CEO of 5,000 person company, um, then you need to take this very seriously over the next couple of years. I think it's as simple as that. If you want to create more opportunities, get involved. Hmm. It's kind of, I'm like, you know, obviously not nowhere along in personal branding game, just starting really. And even just creating the content now, I've had like people getting in touch with me, even if it's mm. just friends, it, like even like people I haven't seen in a while or like previous colleagues, just like piping up, seeing the, work, the videos. And now I've been seeing a lot more people. I think it's kind yeah. of like a connector just to the outside world. World sometimes. Yeah. Do you know um, what the interesting thing is as well? Is that um, the perception that just putting content out there has on people, how it influences people's perception of your business. And you'll have experienced this in the same way I've experienced it in that I, I put content out and I never, ever spoke about how my business is doing, the performance, yeah. the comments. I didn't speak about any of that. Yeah. I just did like thought leadership. I just spoke on my topic on personal branding. I never referenced clients. I never said about this, the performance of my business from client work or the financials or anything like that. Never mm. mentioned my business. Mm. Yet just from putting content out, I started to get a lot of messages that said, oh, it looks like things are going so well at the minute. Mm. And I thought like, I've, no, I've never spoke about whether it's going well or not well, but they've just from putting myself out there and speaking more, they've got the perception that things are going really well. Mm. And it's a very positive um, influence that they've had off the, the back of you just putting content out there. Yeah. It's, a, it's a strange thing and it kind of um, shows me like how not easy, but it, how easy it is to influence people. It doesn't take too much to give a positive 
influence to people about your business so if you really sat down and thought about how you want to position yourself and how you strategically want people to perceive you and you influence that throughout the content that you do Mm. then you can imagine the impact of it Mm. yeah it starts with that manifesto and just the the thought up front not just start shouting it i guess yeah yeah exactly thanks so much ash that's some good advice there golden and uh, yeah really good chat and thanks for coming on no worries so thank you so much for listening be sure to subscribe or follow and you can hit me up on social media platforms on james arnold says let me know what you think i'd love to hear from you and chat to you soon thanks